Hello everyone, and welcome to If We Can Just Say. This is our first podcast that we've ever done. We've never done this before, people. Never. We're very new. Um, my name is Stephen Ogle. I am the host, and my lovely co-host, who you just heard a little bit from, is Jessica Carter Ogle. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> so, as we're new to this, obviously we're going to make some mistakes. That's going to happen. So, we're going to flow with this, and we're going to see what becomes of it. So, first things first, why have we chosen the name, if we can just say? What is the origin of that? That comes from me. Okay. Yes. Um, that is something I say all the time, because I really just like to get my points across, and I have a lot to say about a lot of things. <laughs> so, I like to preface that something is coming when I'm getting ready to speak. Yeah. Generally happens when it's going to be some sort of some sort of correction or some sort of thing of which correcting you most likely me or perhaps we're watching a show and it's something that you didn't like in the show and you're like if I can just say yes pause this please I have something to say yeah so with us being two that's why if we can just say because obviously it's not just you it's us on he this. basically stole my line everyone hey you know it worked. And hey, it was available. That's the great thing. Yes, that was tricky. That was tricky. Had to pay a little bit for that, but got it. It's cool. It was worth um, it. So yeah, we got the we got the dot com. We've got all our social media set up, which we'll talk about that later. Um, so we have the podcast name. So why are we here? What did what brought us to this? Which is two points of view. We'll start with yours. I have no idea. <laughs> I don't know how this happened. <laughs> I don't know how I'm sitting here. All I know is my husband likes to talk a lot. And I figured, I guess at the end of the day, let somebody else hear it too and not <laughs> me. So here we are. It just sort of happened to me. People say, how did things just happen? Well, here we are. That just kind of happened. Um, when I was a kid, my dad didn't want me talking during shows or during movies or during sports. We'd be watching football, and he'd get mad at my mom or I because we talked, and he couldn't hear the commentators, and he couldn't rewind. So uh. I, as a kid, would hear commentators. I'd hear the announcers for whatever sport it was, whether it was wrestling or basketball, football, baseball. I heard them all the time as a kid, and I always thought, I would love to do that. And I remember saying it to my dad once, and he's like, well, you talk a lot. You'd probably be pretty good at it. See, here I thought you were going to say that while you were waiting to speak, you held it all in. <laughs> so that's why you talk <laughs> in such long times now, because as a kid, you held it in for an hour show, and then you're just bursting at the seams. <laughs> I think it's a little of both, if I, if I can just say. <laughs> <laughs> See, really, it's, it's because I'm Southern, mm -hmm. and we're long-winded. Oh, he's Southern, everyone. I'm sure you can't hear his accent because, <laughs> according to him, he doesn't have one. That's not but, as much. But um, just so you know, from Tennessee, Paris, Tennessee, also <laughs> known as the France of the South. <laughs> uh, that is not what it's known as, unless you're Jessica Carter-Ogle. I named it that. Yeah. People love it. No. <laughs> Most of my family rolls their eyes. But it's a thing they that she it. has created just for herself. No one else. Lies. So, so that brings us to the podcast in which everybody does a podcast now. And I thought, why not us? We talk on Friday nights. We play rummy. We sit there and play cards for four hours. And we have some great conversations about a ton of topics, ourselves, our lives, all kind of stuff. And I thought, 
why don't we put that on a podcast? Mm-hmm. We may be able to benefit some people. Um, As a disclaimer, you will probably hear the tip-tap of a dog in the background. Yep. We are a family of three. She's very needy. <laughs> She's very needy. She's confused as to why we are downstairs. It's not a place that she's normally at, so she's very antsy and trying to figure it out right now and figure out what we're doing. So, um, so yeah, you will hear noises from her. We'll tell stories about her. Um, part of this is to is to tell things about our lives that we've experienced, but also um, talk about things you know maybe everyone experiences that or common topics in far as far as relationships, learning new things about one another and life in general, life in general, dealing with a house and stuff like that. And mm-hmm. things you have to buy when you get a house and things you don't know, getting a house for the first time or getting a dog for the first time, like all these kind of topics we're going to talk about. We're going to talk about some entertainment stuff. We'll talk music. Um, Jess got me back into vinyl. Um, some vinyl. So we'll talk vinyl We'll talk movies and TV shows. Um, we'll tell stories about our lives, where we've come from, um, where you know where we've been as far as before we met each other and and in our relationship. Um, we'll talk about you know families and experiences and travels and all that kind of stuff. So it's not just going to be stuck to one particular topic. Each it could vary from podcast to podcast, but the general theme is that we're going to tell real stories that we've experienced in our life in hopes that maybe it benefits somebody else or maybe it just gives someone a good laugh hopefully more the (laughs) latter of giving them a good laugh because it gives us a lot of laughs um and occasionally we might have you know here and there rarely might have somebody else on the podcast that's maybe you know beneficial to to the topic that we want to discuss that week so with that that's our origin of the podcast. Mm-hmm. Since we're doing origins on our first episode, let's talk about the origin of us. Let's give everybody a background oh on the origin of us. Okay. So let's start with the most obvious thing, which is how did we meet? Online dating. <laughs> Online it's all, dating. It's all the rage. <laughs> all the rage. So for me, I was 38 years old. Online dating, I had been online dating for a few years before we met, which was a very strange thing because prior to that, I had never done any online dating because I was previously married and in a relationship for a long time. (laughs) So I didn't have the experience of online dating. It was all very new to me, but I had been doing it for about a year, year and a half before I met you. Um, Very bizarre experiences for online dating, like... People are weird, man. You like, could have had good experiences, too. I, I had some good experiences, but I also remember the bizarre ones. Like, I remember the going on the date with a girl in Royal Oak, and we walk in through downtown Royal Oak, and she wants to go into a shop to look around, and I'm like, oh, that looks cool. Sure, l- why not? And then she picks up stuff for her Etsy store. This wasn't a date. This was a shopping spree. It's very weird. I remember those things. But yeah. for you, what was your experience what what got you to online dating well I was a late bloomer I guess in terms of dating so by the time I started dating that's like what you did I guess so I you are not the first man that I had a relationship with that I met online <laughs> dating first husband though 
I, I did not meet my ex on online dating. Well, met her in person. but I met my ex on online dating. Um, and then when we broke up, I was at a time in my life where we broke up. I was unemployed because I got laid off. Um, and my ex and I were living together, so that couldn't work out anymore. And so I then had to move back home to my parents' house. So, you know, as Drake would say, started from the bottom. <laughs> now <laughs> I'm here. So um, that's how that happened. And when I moved back to my parents, I just decided to go back to grad school, decided to take some time for me, decided to start dating. And I didn't want anything serious. I did not want a relationship. I just wanted to put myself out there, date, have fun, look for an apartment on my own, all that kind of stuff. And then I went on a date with a southern boy who liked me too much. So so let's pause that for a second because I want to go back to something oh boy. that you said in there. You moved back home. Yeah. Tell me about that. What's that experience? Because a lot of people don't really... It, that's a negative connotation. Oh, no, I moved back home with parents. Like, that's a oh thing. Yeah, so, I, like, what was that for you? Yeah, so I didn't move out of my parents' house originally until I was, like, 27. Because okay. I was like, I am not coming back. Like, I love my parents. It was great. It wasn't a bad experience. It was just, I'm not coming back. I had a lot of friends that moved out, lived in a house with, like, eight people, moved back to their parents, back and forth, like, that is not how Jessica does her life. So <laughs> I was waiting until I was ready. I was never going back. So that was sort of a gut punch of I can't control things as much as I thought I could mm. or at all. Yeah. Um. So, you know, a rude awakening on that. But on the other hand, like so grateful for that, because if I didn't do that, I don't know what I would have done. So it was interesting. Um, I was nervous about it for some family dynamics, um, not going to lie. But to be honest, it was really good. Like I was able to take the time for myself. I was able to get myself in better shape physically and mentally. Uh, the first time I moved out was really tough on my dad. And yeah. he would stand in my empty bedroom door and cry. Oh, no. And <laughs> so, you know, coming back to the house this time, my mom says it was harder for her when I left because uh. my mom is retired this time I lived there. So, I mean, I would get up. I would job hunt. I would do classwork. But her and I would shop. We'd watch TV. We'd hang out in the backyard, have a glass of wine. We spent a lot of time together. So that was that was a really good experience to have. Um, I think I was really lucky in a lot of ways because I still had some savings. I was able to support myself. I was able to take some trips with friends. I was able to job hunt. I was able to start grad school. I mean, it's just a perfect example of how you feel like everything is gone and broken and you really end up with some of the best times of your life. Yeah. And, it you know, it's interesting because, like, you talk about you talk about the fact that you moved back home and it allowed you to do something that yeah. you would not have been able to do, yeah. which is go back to school. That I probably wouldn't have done. I yeah. mean, I got a degree in psychology in 2005 and never went in to get the master's. Uh, any listeners out there, if you're not going to go all the way with a, at least a master's in psychology, pick a different major because <laughs> there's nothing you can do with it. Um, so, you know, I, I had a job. I was there for about 10 years before it closed. But it was good. You know, everything was good. And I thought in the back of my head, like, if I can think of something to go to grad school for, maybe I will. 
I don't know, but the opportunity presented itself. I, you know, my ex and I broke up. I moved out. All that stuff happened in March. I got a job offer in April, which was a not a bad job offer, but I just, I left the interview thinking to myself, this woman is going to offer this to me, and it made me feel like I was going to throw up because I was like, I don't want this job. I will be bored here. I know I will. Mm. And, you know, they offered it to me. They even offered me, like, extra vacation and extra salary to take it when I turned it down. And my dad told me, he's like, you're never going to have this time again to really do what you want to do. You are yeah. here, and you can stay here as long as you need. I stayed longer than I thought I would, but this is how it turned out. And then I enrolled in grad school, and um, that's all she wrote, I guess. Cool. Yeah. And the thing is, is we'll get more into the grad school thing, because that story's not over. But well, it, Technically it is, but not for it's the a, listeners. It, it's, it's over <laughs> now, but not in that point in history. Correct. At that point in history, you're going to school, you're working at, at a job that you took, in after being at your parents for what six or seven months you yeah. finally took a job that or that that would work in your field it took it was seven months so funnily enough um i like i said i still had some savings um i was getting unemployment because i you know was job hunting but i <sighs> remember telling my mom in the beginning of october i was like this is my last month i can afford like i didn't take any money from them while i lived there Wow. They bought groceries. Like I would go grocery shopping with my mom and she would she would buy all that. But um but I paid all my you know, my car payment, all of my stuff. Um and I told my mom in October, I said, I have one month left. Oh wow. If I don't get a job by November, like I won't have enough money. That's it. And I got a job November seventeenth. Wow. Yeah. So you get the job, you're going to school mm -hmm. and yep. then you're still online dating at this point through this whole process? Uh, yes, yes. Because I think I start I I started school in May and I think I went out on like my first date in June, my first like rebound situation, I guess you could call it. Okay. Um my ex and I had a very mutual, I know no one will believe it, but a very mutual breakup. I mean, we honestly just weren't happy and weren't in love with each other anymore. Um, so it was sad and heartbreaking and yeah. awful, but it was the right thing. And so, I mean, I started dating again in like June, we were only a couple months. We had been together about three years, but you know, we knew it was over a long time before it was over. So, so but I think it was June. Yeah. Sometimes the hardest things that suck the most in that moment end up being like the best things yeah, later. Exactly. Um, before I met you a couple of years before I got divorced that was finalized in January of 17. Mm -hmm. Absolutely wrecking situation as far as like world breaking, like destroying everything. At least it felt that way. Um, it, it did do that to you at that time. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it changed my whole situation. I'd mm -hmm. been with the person for, for 10 years and then we just knew it wasn't going to work anymore and we went separate directions. Um, the divorce it actual self wasn't bad. I know a lot of people go through horrible divorces in court and all that kind of stuff. We did not go through that. We, we were mutually just parting ways. Um, but that was a thing for me of, you know, now January 2017 of actually being on my own again. I had not been on my own since 2010. So for me, I was living in an apartment, one-bedroom apartment, and... 
learning how to work out and this whole online dating thing. I had friends that wanted me, was telling me I should do all kinds of different things. And I tried them all. I tried everyone that you could possibly try. I had fun dates. I had bad dates. I got ghosted, all that kind of stuff. Um, but flashing forward to April of 2019, when we matched online, I had already told myself that weekend when I was matching, I was like, this is it, I'm done. Which I had done that before during the two years there. I had done that where I was like, I've got to take a break. This is insane. Like, Because like you, you swipe, you match, you say a couple messages, and then there's nothing. And it all seemed like so much of it felt fake to me. I felt like I it wasn't meeting real people, at least through the app, through messaging and stuff like that. Until you get to an actual date, if you make it there. It never felt real. And none of those dates went to three dates, either by my choice or theirs. Um, so for me, that weekend, I was like, this is it. Like, I'm going to take another break. Like, I, mentally, it's 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 just really stressful. I like, think we were in very different spaces with that, too. Yeah. I mean, I, w I was done. I wasn't, like... But you were also look you. I feel like you were looking for something that could be real. Yeah. Whereas I was just like, I just want to have fun. I just want to have fun and and be independent because I moved out of my. I lived with my ex for almost three years. I moved out of that place and moved into my parents. I hadn't been on my own in a few years, and I had been on my own for like ten years prior. And I was like, I want to be on my own again. So whoever I meet is just going to be like an accessory yeah. for now, a little fun, you know, trendy top that's in style, but I've got <laughs> things on my plate that I'm going to do. And I did that through 2017, yeah. 2018. I did those things where I was like, all right, you know, met somebody at a party, maybe saw him again once or twice or whatever and moved on and was just like, whatever. Because I was focused in 2017 and 18, I was focused on being in the gym and learning new jobs because my job role changed in 2017 2018 and 2019 my job changed each year I started the new year with a new job title and a new department so my job changed a lot so I stayed with that and I stayed with going to the gym five sometimes six sometimes seven days a week which really like mentally was a good thing for me it was very therapeutic um, another thing that was therapeutic was was uh, wash, hand washing all my dish, dishes. I found that <laughs> to be a therapeutic thing to do, which is very strange. Um, you can feel free to keep that up. <laughs> we have a dishwasher that works now. That was also the thing. My apartment <laughs> had a horrible dishwasher. But um, so so we matched. Mm -hmm. We matched on a Sunday, I believe. It was a Sunday because I had a date that day. I had to stop texting Ooh. to go on my date. <laughs> oh, buddy. There's the news right there, folks. There's the news. I was not the only person in the beginning. Of course not. It's online dating. If yeah. anyone online dates and they only have like one person on the rotation, that's not how you online date. That is not how you online date. No. I mean, I always had several conversations going. Mm -hmm. Even with you, when I matched with you, I had another conversation going. How dare you? Yeah. Well, easily. But um, so the thing is, is that we met on a Tuesday. Mm -hmm. We matched on Sunday. We had enough conversation. Yeah, we messaged, and then we started texting, I think, right on Sunday. Yeah. We hit, we hit it off pretty well, I feel mm -hmm. like, like pretty quick. Like, I, I, I don't have those messages. I think at some point you said you 
you, oh, I have you, them. You got I have those? them screenshotted. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, but we met. We had our first date in Detroit. It wasn't planned. Like, so we we started talking on Sunday. He had all these pictures on his profile, like everyone does, right? And, the, like, my husband <laughs> is a man who loves a beard. Sometimes it's a bit much for yes. me. Sometimes it's good. But so he's got these pictures on there, and there's about five of them, and they all have, like, different beard lengths. And I'm like, I need to know what I'm getting into because I just <laughs> – I'm in the minority of, like, this beard, tattoos. Like, uh, I'm just, you know – so I said to him, well, what's the beard length look like? Like, give me a, and he's like, oh, it's like number one and three. Let me tell you, there's about a good six inch beard difference between one and two. It wasn't that and much. And I'm just like, I want to know what I'm, what I'm looking at. Cause I thought one of the pictures was real cute. So I always peer pressure him into that beard length even now. Cause that one's my favorite. Yeah. She tries for that. But yeah. So that was Sunday. Monday, we probably text a little bit. Tuesday, I was at work. We were texting, and I remember I was trying to win a, uh, a vacation prize on the radio, and you had to text in a word, and I remember I texted you, like, beach, and you were <laughs> like, what is this? And I was like, oh, whoops, that wasn't for you. I'm trying to win a vacation. <laughs> and we were just texting, and I think you – I don't even know who asked who to meet that night, but I wasn't, like, prepared for – I wasn't, like, planning on the date that day. I had told – oh, I had told you I'm really busy with school and stuff, and it's going to be, like, a couple weeks. Yeah. But then I was enjoying our texting and so we said we would just meet that evening. And and newsflash everybody, I'd heard types of excuses like that before. I'm in school because I'd seen other girls that had been in school and they're like, oh, I'm in school. I'm really busy. I'm like, okay. Well, I have to have excuses. How else do I keep you at an arm's length? Exactly. So we we decided to meet at a place that's no longer around. And nowhere in the vicinity that would have been... Uh, good for either of us. No. I was coming from Ann Arbor, Michigan. He's coming from. I was coming from Farmington, Farmington Hills, where I work. Downtown Detroit, so it's not in the middle. It's no. not. But that also goes into the fact that I didn't know the area because yeah, I spent. I've lived in Michigan since 2001, but I've primarily stayed in Oakland County. So yes. south of Oakland County, I don't know very well. Yeah. So for me, I was like, oh, she's down in the Ann Arbor. Dearborn area, which I thought they were next to each other, no. which newsflash, they're not. They're not. Um, but so, but that's just that's just me not knowing geographically. So I was just like, still to this day, folks, not great with geography. <laughs> so I mentioned uh, Alley Taco, which that place is no longer around, which makes me sad because that was a great taco place. Yeah. Um, but I mentioned us going there, and we decided to meet there. So, well, I'll tell this part. Well, we have two different versions of this part. Well, there's one that's true that's mine, and then there's <laughs> yours. So before we go down there, it's in, like, a area in Detroit where, you know, it, it's got bars and stuff, but, like, it, there's a university over there, so yeah, there's not a lot of parking. And so I told him exactly where to park. I sent and, – and he, being the dork he is, sent me a map screenshot and, like, highlighted the area this is the thing he used to do to like make sure he knew exactly what spot on the google map it was i forgot about that till right now yep um so i said you're gonna park in this parking lot it's gonna have a bar it's gonna look like you can't park there it might even say you can't park there but you can park there that's where you can park so <laughs> i park in there i'm waiting for him waiting around standing there where is this guy and then he calls me and he's like 
um, I, or I called him. I don't remember. I just remember him being like, I'm not sure where to park. And I was like, I told you exactly where to park. <laughs> and I'm like, is that you that just drove by? And you were like, yeah. And I was like, well, why didn't you pull in here? And you said, it looks like you can't park there. And I said, <laughs> I specifically told you it would look like you can't park there, but you've got to park there. And so he turns around. He comes and parks there. We get out the car. We talk. And then he has a southern accent that I had no idea he had because he did not have it on the phone a second ago. <laughs> and I was like, uh-oh. <laughs> See? So to the folks at home or in their car or wherever they are, my my accent may not translate They've over this thing. They've heard it by now. Yeah, Unless they're reading this subtitled somehow. They've heard it by now. <laughs> so... So we meet in the parking lot, and we walk over to Ali Taco. We get what I still feel like. Maybe it's because it was our first date, but I still feel like they had the best tacos that I've ever had in Michigan. I think it was because you were eating them with the best grill that you've ever met in Michigan. That's possible. Um, but I had been to that place a couple of times before. I had went back on, on purpose, and I didn't park in that parking lot. I actually parked next to, uh, what is it, uh, Motor City Brewing is mm-hmm. right there across, yeah. like, on the other side of the alley. Um, and Sorry for all the Detroit geography people. Yeah, um, and Third Man Records is down there. But I parked over by them. I didn't park in that parking lot. So, um, so we go to Alley Taco. We get our tacos, and what did we do? We got, like, five or six tacos and then split them all? Or more than that, but yeah. And then we, we got a whole bunch of tacos because I found out very quickly that we both like tacos. Yeah, so that's, like, our thing. Super unique, I know, yeah. but our thing is tacos. Our thing is tacos. So so we went there. We split our tacos, ate half and half. <laughs> yep, you're going to hear Sophia. And so, so we ate half of each passed them on and sat there for a few minutes it was really cool because like the place was covered their wallpaper was covered with like old uh lucha libre wrestling posters which was really cool um so we did that and then afterward she still was enjoying my company and we went to we went to jolly pumpkin jolly pumpkin um which has a few locations here it's a brewery they make mainly sour beers, but are yep. also partnered with North Peak Brewery, so they had their beer as well. Yeah. And we went there, um, and we just had a beer, and we just talked, and he ordered an amber because the grown man of 38 years <laughs> didn't know any other beers other than ambers to drink. That's not entirely true. I mean, I knew about light beers, but I didn't really like light beers. I didn't know anything about sours, which we'll get into that at, a, at another story later on when, when I get into other beers. But, like, I, I really didn't know. I knew about IPAs, but I didn't like IPAs. I didn't like light beers outside of, like, something. I, I would drink stuff from, from uh, Red Hook. I, I like stuff from their their brewery. Um, but, and, I, and I, you know, so, anyhow. So, we're sitting there. And there was a point in the conversation that I will, that I remember from our date. The Uh-oh. biggest thing that I remember from d- our date was two questions that I asked Jess. I asked her, number one, who her favorite musician, band, artist was. And she said... Janis Joplin. Janis Joplin. And immediately, for me, that was the coolest thing. Because I asked everybody I went on a da- date with previously, I asked them that question, and I would get bizarre answers. But I would never get... An answer of a person that I've liked since I was probably 
old enough to understand what music was, which in my family, with my dad being a guitarist and my mom being a vocalist, wasn't about four or five years old. I knew what Janis Joplin was because my mom was listening to Janis Joplin. So immediately... This is the part where his cartoon heart bumped out of his chest. Cartoon heart, (laughs) uh, the mask when he's in the when he's in the when he's in the restaurant. Absolutely, that's that's the moment. Mm -hmm. The other question I asked Jess. I started getting terrified. (laughs) The other question that I asked Jess, which was very important, was, "What is your relationship with your mother?" And I said mother specifically because I have I have a history of dating people that don't have great relationships with their mothers. Um, that goes all the way back. I mean, I could probably take that back to high school, and maybe one day we'll get into that. Maybe not. I don't. I'm not in the business of outing people, so I'll, I won't say names. But I will say that I've dated several girls of which that had issues with their mother. So that was a big question for me because I didn't want to be with someone that didn't get along with their parents the way I get along with my parents, specifically their mother. I get along with my mom great. My dad has passed on, and we'll get into that also, um, and I had a great relationship with my dad. But I asked Jess, what's your relationship with your mom? She's my gal. Exactly. And that was a big thing for me. Yeah, I love my mom. I'm super close to both of my parents. But my mom and I, I mean, she's one of my best friends. Like, that's, there's nothing really else to say. Like, I don't, she just really is. We're very close. I've always been close to both of my parents. Now, that's not to say that it's always been perfect and we haven't argued or we haven't, but I am, and I've always been honest with them. I'm one of those people that will say what she feels, no matter who it's to, respectfully or professionally, but I think one of the reasons I get along so well with my parents is that we've just always been honest with each other. And I think especially as you get older, um, you're able to have a different kind of relationship. I mean, I will say that the best thing my parents ever did for me was be my parents. I have a big issue with society nowadays, if I can just say. (laughs) There we go. With parents who are their children's friends. It's creating this crazy entitled society of people who cannot take care of themselves and don't understand disappointment, don't understand anything because their parents are their friends. They have friends. I always had friends. So my parents were my parents. And now as an almost 40 year old woman, I can say that I'm able to have a friend like relationship with my parents. And if they hadn't been my parents, then that wouldn't be happening now. Yeah. So, you know, kudos to my parents for really killing it in that department yeah so for me that was an eye-opener immediately now I know at some point um we discussed in further in detail about those uh, topics about our relationship with our parents Mm -hmm. and that sort of thing but hearing you say the words and I could see the look on your face just like I see it now when you talk about your mom you light up when you talk about your dad you light up it's a thing like you can tell when somebody goes, oh, yeah, I, I, I like my parents. Mm-hmm. And you can tell in their tone and in their facial expressions whether or not they're just saying something so they don't have to get into the topic or if they really mean it. Yeah. Um, and so for me, those those were two, two big topics for me was the Janis Joplin and your parents. So we left that date. Yeah, we left to say it was a good first date. It was a good first date. It was the best first date that I had probably ever. 
I can't remember a date that went that well on a first date that had so many things in common, but also wondered a lot of things, had a lot of questions about curiosity, like, okay. Yeah. So, so we walk back to the car. Oh, yeah. Yeah. We go back to the car and to say our goodbyes. Mm-hmm. It's uh, it's April, so it's still a little chilly. We're wearing coats. It's I think it was almost I like windy. Coat, I had a blazer it, on. It was windy that day, though. Yeah, it was windy. It was windy, so I, being the gentleman that I am, oh yeah, gave her a hug, and went to kiss her on the cheek because it's first date. I'm not trying to get any action. I know people well, do that. The wind blew. The wind blew your hair in my face, in your face, and got in between me and her cheek. So it was weird, and she's like, I I don't know what you thought. but I, I don't know. I don't remember thinking anything. I just I knew when the wind blew back, we just kissed. Yeah. But, but on the lips. But on the lips. And that wasn't, like, the goal. And I was like, wait a minute, come back. That's Yeah, it was just a little kiss. Yeah, and I was like, well, if we're. And then Mr. First Date Gentleman came in with another kiss and a butt squeeze. <laughs> so... Also, keeping in mind, shot. I shot my shot because I wasn't sure if I'd see you again. Yeah, I had a lot of dates that they they went good on a first date, but I've like always been nev- really good at a first date because I mean you give you give some, but with me being like I don't want anything serious, I'm like first dates are like the best for me because it's just like all fun and like surface stuff. Yeah, it's a little things here and there. We did talk about some more serious things, but I don't know. It, it it's not as serious it's just fun it's yeah. putting your best foot forward they don't know you as well yet you could be anything really that might sound creepy but that's I'm not my intention it's just you know you just see how it goes yeah i mean you have the benefit of the fact the person doesn't know you so you don't have to throw yeah. your whole you don't have to wear your entire heart on your sleeve yeah, on your first sure. date you get to put your good, your yeah. best foot forward, as they say, and and you go from there. Yeah. So, uh, in hopes that it works and that maybe at some point you can show somebody your your different sides and stuff yeah. like that. But it has to start somewhere. So you always put your best mm-hmm. foot forward. For sure. So, we're gonna hold that story. Keep you in suspense for the rest of a romantic tale. <laughs> So we'll tell we'll go we're gonna go through our history throughout these podcasts, um, and, and and unless and you really hate it, then you know <laughs> once we have our social media <laughs> up, like send us a message, like you know, no yeah. one cares, you guys. So, um, <laughs> which that gi- that gives us a second here. Let's let's plug our social media for a second. So I have set up Facebook, Instagram, and um, the Twitter and Twitter all with if we can just say. So if you look up any of those handles on Instagram, uh, Twitter, or Facebook, you will see that that is us. I put our uh, I put our logo on there. Soph is agreeing with me that the logos are up. She's telling you guys that you should definitely go check it out. Um, I will have uh, when we post this podcast, we will have the links in the bio, um, or at least the names in the bio. If if the links if if we're not allowed to put links, we'll put the we'll put the actual names in there. So, uh, so all that will be there, and we'll be liking and share. We'll be sharing that on our profiles and stuff, and hopefully everybody will go there and tell us what you think. So, with that, the other uh, topic that we want to discuss in this podcast is entertainment. So we we both watch a lot of shows and movies, but 
that this is more of a steven category than a jessica category that is all uh a part of something that started to flash forward from our first date to when we started living together eventually we started something that was actually Jess's idea and not yeah. mine, which I'm jealous. I don't know if a lot of couples out there argue about television and <laughs> movies, like legitimately argue <laughs> like someone being so frustrated with you that you don't ever want to watch anything. Like I am weird. Like I will watch seasons one through seven of the Golden Girls on a loop over and over and over again. Yep. But to get me to watch like a movie or a different kind of show or any movie that's over what I think the industry standard should be of 90 minutes <laughs> is very difficult. <laughs> so we would literally get into arguments about this. And I'm like, oh, why does he have to watch all this stuff? Why does he have to like all this stuff? Like, oh, my gosh, why is the world doing this to me? <laughs> and so finally I said to fix this, I was like, why don't we do something on Sunday evenings? I like to be winded down by about 6 o'clock anyway on a Sunday. That is true, folks. Yeah. She is a, a morning sit, a person. bedtime kind of gal. Yep. So 6 o'clock on a Sunday, I like to be winded down. So I said, why don't we alternate back and forth and we'll each pick a movie every Sunday. I'll pick one, you'll pick one, I'll pick one, you'll pick one. So we've been doing that now for what? Uh, we've known each other for almost two years? We moved in, to to spoil it, we moved in together in August of 19, but we started the movies in about September when we officially got all our stuff moved in and all our boxes unpacked so and all that kind of stuff. So two and a half years we've been doing movie night. Yeah. Um, now, yeah. sometimes I'll sacrifice my movie night for a random show we're watching to watch more episodes, but for the most part... We do movie night, though I will say it does stress me out sometimes because I have a hard time picking my movie, and he's got, like, seven always waiting in the wings. Sometimes sometimes she picks episodes of a show because she she wants to watch, like, you know, Castle or something that we're watching as a TV show. You didn't hear me say that because Sophie is getting extra needy right now, and she's growling at him, so he's trying to— Yep, she's getting frustrated. And she's, hit, she's liking the mic legs. She doesn't know what the mic legs are yet yeah. on this mic stand. But so so with the movie night on Sunday night, our first two picks, the first pick that she had was Pleasantville, and yeah. the first pick that I had was Mad Max Fury Road, which are yeah. two vastly different movies. Because we're two vastly different people. Yes. But also, as a as my point of view on the whole thing was that I had a lot of movies that you had not seen, some of which are like old, like the original Star, uh, Star Wars trilogy. I lived my whole life, people, my whole life, being able to say that I have never watched Star Wars. It was something that was near and dear to my heart. It was something that I took pride in as an individual. And I can no longer say that. Nope. And I'm not going to lie when I say I'm a little bit upset about it. <laughs> She lasted she lasted for a long time for 35 and, years. And what's worse, I don't remember those movies, couldn't follow them, don't know what happened really for the most part. So, it was basically wasting a lifelong goal that I had for my husband. <laughs> no less. So, my point of view was that there's a lot of movies you haven't seen, there's a lot of movies that are good, and a lot of these movies like shaped me as a kid. Star Wars was one of them. Listening to Yoda and him talking to Luke was a big thing for me as a kid and taking that advice and, and listening to just like him just trying to give just even just like the slightest like 
calm down. See, like listen to your surroundings. Like Star Wars on a loop as a kid, but you watch a lot of other movies. Yes, I remember my childhood just being like a loop of certain movies. Like I pride myself on the fact that with or without the score and soundtrack, I could recite for you all with all the characters dirty dancing from opening credits to end credits right now. That is something else I pride myself on. So that's a movie She's not I lying, watched folks. a million times as a child. A movie I still love to this day and still watch, as does every woman and possibly man in my age bracket. Best movie ever. So <laughs> I watched a lot of movies on a loop. Dirty Dancing. I watched. I remember watching Ghostbusters a lot. We did like a lot of like obsessed watching. And some of those movies I, I've seen. Dirty Dancing. Like but he doesn't want to continuously watch like Ghostbusters all the time with me. And I can't understand that because yeah. in my childhood, that's just something that we would do. If it, if it was up to her, if it was up to her, she would watch. She would watch Ghostbusters probably on on the weekly. Yeah. And probably watch you know the Burbs and stuff like that. Yeah, great. Or Beetlejuice. I we just watched Clue all. recently. Like she'd watch all that stuff on loop, but Pretty new woman. stuff, woman. new stuff, not as much. That is correct. So, and and not all the stuff I picked was new stuff. A lot of it was old. Um, some of it's new as we got into Marvel stuff and stuff like that. But, but it's also a good way to just see different things in different parts of, like, he's picked a couple movies that surprised me for him. Um, I might not have necessarily liked them, but it was nice to see, like, a range of not just having everything be a Marvel movie or just, like, a movie that you wanted to share that you always watched, you know, as a kid or something, you know, just sharing something with each other. Like when I looked at it like that, I stopped making such a prideful, I will not watch movies. I don't want to waste my time on this. I mean, we made an agreement that if the other person picks the movie, that's it. We watch it regardless of what it is. We made that agreement very early on. So neither one of us have been like, I'm not going to watch that. Correct. I'm That's why I've watched a bunch of movies that I would never have watched. Some of which, surprisingly, I liked. I, I could say the same. Um, but some I was like, please, no. So we will probably uh, talk about some of these movies yeah. um, as we go through these podcasts. Also, another thing. However, we it comes up organically organically that was another thing that was that was a, a a big thing in the beginning of our relationship of everything being organic but uh we also watch uh golden girls and seinfeld and schitt's creek watched golden girls folks he had never watched it i had never watched so it. i had to start him from season one yep and what was your first takeaway from golden girls my first takeaway was that i at the time was living with the younger version of Sophia. And I took that as a great compliment. And our dog is named Sophia as well. Absolutely. So Which that was point of pride for me. Yep. And that will be another story as well about Sophia. We'll have plenty of stories about her. Um, so as we go through these podcasts, um, we'll have a new topic each podcast. It'll be different from everything else. We'll have a topic that's about ourselves. We'll tell a story. Um, and then... And then we'll talk some entertainment, some stuff that we're watching, movies or TV or music or something 
and possibly tangent off. You never know where yeah. things are going to go or Absolutely. what I'm going to say and I what mean, he's going to say. I wrote notes for this, and we didn't even touch my notes. Yeah, I didn't look at my notes so either. I didn't want to do the notes either, but yeah. I was scolded that I needed to do the notes because just I needed to be prepared because, you know, I'm not taking this as seriously as No, me. it wasn't that. It was just to have some – when you write some stuff down, it gets your brain thinking more, and maybe you'll think about something and, and like, you know – and if you get lost, you can come back to your notes or whatever. And that's just a, it's just a good thing to do. So but anyways, well. so that is the end of our first podcast. We'd like to thank everybody for listening. Um, I hope you enjoyed it. Hopefully. Hope we're not boring. <laughs> there's <laughs> there's no opening music at this time. Uh, hopefully uh, I will be working on that soon. Um, and uh, I already have something made, but I got to figure out how to get it onto the podcast and that sort of thing. So it doesn't sound like completely dead air to just start the podcast. Um, but uh, we are on uh, social media, if we can just say Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. And uh, hopefully we look to hearing from you guys soon. And uh, please listen again. Listen again, and we'll see you next time. Bye. Bye bye.